Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the fourth episode of the Supercar Cast. In this episode, uh, we, we go on a little bit of a ramble. We talk about some daily drivers. Nick bought a new car, I sold a car, talk about uh, what I'm going to be replacing my daily driver with. We're kind of all over the board, but you know, we're having fun with it. So give it a listen and uh, let us know what you think. Thanks. All right, well, welcome everybody to the fourth episode of the Supercar Cast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Oliver, and join with me, who's having a laughing fit in the corner. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Andre, yeah. Uh, we have Nick here. Hi there, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? All right. Well, um, four episodes in. I feel like this is a landmark for us, right? No. Anyone else think we make it this far? It's a landmark, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day is a landmark from here. <laughs> that's a fair point, you know. And I, I think we'll keep going with this for sure. But it's uh, we're getting in the groove of things. We're steadily improving our audio setup. Um, or we have a studio. Now, if only we could improve our podcast. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, hang in there, Josh. We're we're doing everything we can for you. Right. <laughs> He's just driving his car. Why? Hitting his steering wheel. <clears throat> for our one listener. All right. Uh, we do have a lot to talk about. Um, since we last recorded, since we don't record consistently enough yet, um, we've had quite a shakeup in our car lineup. Um, some new cars in, some old cars out. Why don't we start with you, Nick? Yeah. All right, so you bought a new car. Yes, I did. <clears throat> uh, Corvette? Uh, it's a Chevy product. Okay. So fast, <laughs> torquey, some would say. No. Mm. All right. <laughs> what did you get? Why'd you get it? Yeah, no, so I, I did the very opposite of what enthusiasts would go about of, of being and, and looked for a, a daily driver that was, all right, how do I get to work efficiently? How I got a lot of drives out to California. I got to go ahead and do this year. Mm up to Utah, over to Colorado, a few different trips I got to look at this year. So going ahead and uh, want to go ahead and find a vehicle that was going to be efficient, check all the boxes. And, and because of that, it's going to be boring. It's the most practical vehicle I've, I've ever purchased. And thus, uh, I bought a Chevy Volt. Okay, so Chevy Volt. Now, I mean, we're a car co- podcast. <clears throat> we're all enthusiasts here. Um, I just how how do we how do we rationalize it beyond that right like because there are a lot of options out there how did you end up on Chevy Volt uh, Chevy Volt I, I basically wanted something that I could go and say all right what can I go electric on for a little bit of time as well find the range for that for daily driving and then but I need something that could still hit for long road trips and so with the Chevy Volt actually has the highest uh, electric battery range for a plug-in hybrid and then went ahead and got 43 mpg so it's a uh, it's very uh, eco-friendly, I guess, counterintuitive to what the Miata is. So I think like, I just fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, right? Because, like, I don't know. What, what were you daily driving before this? 96 Forerunner. Yeah. Um, and, which I love that thing, but at 211,000 miles and not the most proper upkeep from the previous owner, it's starting to show it's wear on a few of the different areas. What about before that? Uh Oh, daily driver before that was uh, Mazda 3. No, there was something in between there. Was there? For like two days. I don't think so. The Mini? You're yeah. Just, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. I forgot about the milkshake monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so the thing is, you oh, know. Oh, man, the Mini, I do miss it. I consider your last daily the Mazda 3 and everything yeah. else sort of an interim. Um, yeah. And that was, you know. It wasn't super fast, but it was manual. It was a hatchback. You put yeah, coilovers. I like a hell of a lot fun. of fun with it. Yeah, and I think everyone would agree that's an enthusiast car. It might be like economical, but yeah. still an enthusiast car. Like Mazda makes dynamically good things. Yeah. But you slide the ass in the back of a rock quarry. 
amazingly. <laughs> true. We do have video footage of you drifting, spraying <laughs> everybody's cars with rocks. Yes. <laughs> we have drone <laughs> footage. The, the detail of... guy of the group spraying everybody's cars with rocks. We also it have drone footage car. of nice. Andre really upset about that. Just screaming in the background. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Actually, hold on. Thinking about that trip, we're going to hit a cusp of most of those vehicles are gone that were on that cruise. I think I think everything except the Hyundai. The no. Hyundai. No. Oh, and the ZHP. Is the ZHP still around? Yeah, but you're the selling The M3 that. Lite, baby. The, the, zhit, the zhit box. The zhit box. <laughs> but you're selling that, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the Fiesta on the way out. So it's... Uh, yeah. So I have what? my... Fiesta ST is going away. It's not gone yet, but <clears throat> knock on wood, uh, next be gone. So, uh, are you actually doing that? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. So I'm. I'm. Did you think all that was made up? <laughs> uh, I think I drifted out, and I didn't know the conclusion. <laughs> Great. Um, well, now you have to listen to me. Yeah. Welcome to the conversation, friend. Well, it's, I'd rather be present here. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So I mean, well, congrats on your new daily. To yeah. wrap that one up, and like you, it's. Understandably not the most interesting, but I think it makes the most sense. Daily drivers don't have to be like race cars. In fact, it's probably better. Than it's probably not. not. And actually, another factor with that is I can't modify it because they don't make anything to modify it with. Um, I'm giving it five years. Shave bay, tucked wiring harness, <laughs> ITBs on that 1.5 liter. Somehow. It's so like when the gas engine does kick in, it's like, brah. <laughs> just what ITB, just singular individual right. throttle body. So, so a normal one. Oh yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, derp derp derp. Um, I love you to death, man, but it's <laughs> uh, it, it's plain. Oh yeah, no, this struggle for Drew right now. Uh, oh, is, it is hard. Is yeah. tremendous. Yes, <laughs> like I've been biting my tongue on that. I'm like, it, it, like it, it no, totally makes Drew, sense. It's Drew. a complete assault adult move. Well, no, let's assault. let's go. It's an assault on it's your an conscience on the enthusiast. <laughs> no, community. Like, no, it's it's. Let's open it up. What are your thoughts? We went and grabbed a, some burgers beforehand. The uh, interior sucks. <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> that was Andre. And the, the man's not wrong. Chevy really, well, GM in general has not nailed the interior no. thing. Like, I don't, it's oh. not even that the interior is bad. Like the interior, it's, it's just the most dull color. I mean, yeah, but like, have it came in black, but ever. those rear door panels, like, again, yeah. it's little things. Like, yeah. who cares about rear door panels? But it's like one slab of plastic. I was yeah. actually impressed by the stitching on the back seats. I know that's weird, but I was like, oh, that, oh, like, they didn't have to do that. It's and blue. It was nice. Yeah. In the day. Oh, I, yeah. I that's so you know it's electric. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my, my big thing is like, I, I honestly it's thought it was like, I thought it was a key when it pulled up. Like, it's yeah. just so. Shape like one. A, yeah. it's, it, a, it's white. Yeah, it's white. It's like I don't know. It's just most so generic car. car ever. Are all is also white. Yeah, yeah, you pulled up in a white car too. So no one said that. Just you're... as generic. I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, no, it's I see where you could get the shape like a Kia Forte, like whatever. Yes, what, yes. Yeah, so yes. I, I get the shape exactly where you're coming from there. It's think... perfect though, like speed through town because like somebody calls police. Oh, I was a white. Uh, I don't know. Egg. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this is Shapely egg. potato. <laughs> Doing 75 down a residential street. We could totally go rob some Circle K's and get away with it. Yeah, because they won't hear us leave. So they won't <laughs> um, yeah, what what did it sound like? Nothing. <laughs> it didn't. Like... Yeah. Well, 
I look, I totally get the move, and yeah. like I'm I'm kind of in the same boat because I'm I'm looking for daily drivers next, and uh, I don't know, I. I had the Fiesta ST, you know, mm-hmm. two years driving, and obviously, you know, that's going away. And it's there's something to be said about a fun little daily. Like, those Fiestas are monsters in yeah, terms of, like, fun. Yeah, definitely. They're quick. Uh, they handle really well. Um, mine wasn't so reliable, but that's, uh, you know, whatever. Bad bad apple of the bunch or whatever. Um, but I get to a certain point where I'm like, I don't know. I kind of see the appeal of something like yeah. a Volt, where it's just, like, it's simple, you know, Yours is going to eat barely any gas going to and from work every day. You know, yeah. uh, I get it. I get it. So, congrats. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I, I just had a question about when you bought your Fiesta yes. ST. Mm. What was the price difference between that and like a GTI? Um, <coughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like between a GTI, pretty significant. It, no, because this is like I the base like model. 40. No, no. The Golf R is forty. So it's like the, thirty. Yeah, it was like thirty something. It's thirty. I think it starts at twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty-eight, and you can get them up to thirty-one because irony. I cross shop the GTI and the Mazda three. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a really weird no, cross shop, but yeah, hatches. Right. Well, and then you settle for okay. I can get this much with the turbo, or you know, this much, arguably, probably more reliable. Although, it a lot of rear brakes. Yeah, I did. that might be user error. I did. I, I did definitely user error. <laughs> two sets of rear brakes on that car. Um, yeah, no, I think that if you wanted like a base GTI, it was it was another four or five grand. Yeah, uh, that's one of the cars I've always wanted and just have never ended up with. Yeah, I don't. You know, I didn't even. I did test drive a GTI, and I just I, that one was DSG or whatever. You know, the the yeah. paddles and like they didn't have a manual available, so maybe that would have convinced me, but. I, I, I drove a manual and it's uh it wasn't bad. It was it was fun for where it's at, but when you were like the interior still was Volkswagen X and it still felt like a Passat interior still a little it's plastic everywhere still, yeah. right? Until you get to specific level or different right, level. Right, where you start getting the plaid and whatnot. That'd yeah. be cool, but and the one I, I like yeah. those. Yeah. yeah, and this this didn't have the plaid in it. My biggest thing as well was I wanted if I was gonna get GTI two door, which is damn near impossible to find these yeah. days. Right. Every, really? Yeah, everything's four doors. It's it's Super tough to go ahead and find a two like door. The Fiesta ST in Europe is two door only, and it looks awesome. It looks way better. And the wrong uh, for the Fiesta. Like I normally like four doors. Wrong too. on that one. Sorry. The Fiesta rear doors are useless and kind of ugly. Like they don't do anything for that car. So unlike my E36, I agree four door better. But uh, the Fiesta it doesn't help. You've sat in those back seats. They're u- they're useless. Like. Just completely useless. If you have small children, they're fine. Like, true. If you want to put your kids in the back of Fiesta, yeah, SD. no, it's although perfect. given how tall you are, maybe even then, no, it'd work. Because I basically sit all the way back. Like, no one can sit behind me. Um, I would say if uh, 04 uh, GTI R32 popped up, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I wanted you everybody one. else. Yeah, well, yeah. they're going up in price. Yeah. Well, I, I dude, I could have bought two of them back in the day. One I test drove and. Uh, I you? believe they clutch up during On the, the test, test drive. drive. Oh my god! What? Yeah. Did you pay for it? What? No, no. Oh, so it like oh went out like. I've heard this. Uh, story. Yeah, well, it went out like one corner before, and um, I don't know. I was like, dog, it was like, yeah, man, drive it. Like, you know, a small dealership is like, drive it, drive it hard, you know, so you know what the car feels like. I'm like, okay, and um, no more. I felt it like we're two corners away or a corner away from like the dealership and. Nothing there. I'm like, oh shoot. Oh, it's just slipping. No, 
No, like there's nothing in the pedal. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I just coasted into the dealership. He's like, "What'd you think?" I'm like, "Dude, it was unbelievable." But the clutch is toast, so I'll give you like three grand less than what you're asking. And he basically told me to f off and get out of the site. I mean, I guess it could have yeah. gone worse. He could have charged you for it, but uh. that wouldn't have paid him. No, but I mean, yeah. you could have made a big stink about it. Yeah. So I mean, you probably got off easy that way. But. Yeah, but it was also like a R32 with a hundred and had like 128 on it. But time for diamond chains. Yeah, that's uh, that's what Andre taught me. They're cool cars, but yeah. uh, they're also really heavy. Those R32s, are, yeah, they're like deep into the 3000s. Even the 04s, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, like surprisingly heavy. I don't know what the curb weight is, and we don't we're not really equipped to look things up on the fly. We don't have a Jamie. Jamie, can you look that up? Andre, can you look it up? <laughs> um, but yeah, they're surprisingly heavy, and I don't know, they're cool. I get the nostalgia. But... My curb weight is three thousand four hundred and nine pounds. Yeah, that's a lot oh, for wow. that little car. Yeah. Like it looks like it should be a lot less, but they're yeah, twenty eight hundred is what I would think. Yeah, no, thirty. Would you do another hatch? No, so that's well, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, it's playing different what you're looking for right now. So I'm trying to keep it onto a budget. Like uh, I'm getting pretty deep into this M three, and like I don't know, I'm trying to free up. Or other adult things. Um, 401k. Yeah. Sounds wrong saying it that way. Say, but... Adult things. I, I passed a couple of those you places. Vegas, on the way here. I hear that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to keep it because if budget were no problem, I'd go get like a Veloster in right now. That car is hilarious. It was a ton of fun. Like, fantastic warranty. It'd be a great daily driver. But um, it's pretty expensive. It was let under the one we test drove was 30, 32. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of money, and I don't really feel like spending that right now. So I'm trying to think of things that are more economical, but then like just nicer to daily drive. Because like I have the M3 for my fun car, and that's getting more and more aggressive as we go. Like I got brakes and all this good stuff. So I'm thinking like I don't know. I I was looking at like a Acura TSXs today. I don't know if I owned. Well, my wife owned one. For uh, two years until we had our first kid. It was an unbelievable car. Super smooth. Was it the first um, gen or the second gen? Second gen. It was... Uh, After 08, right? Yeah, it was a 2011. Right. Wait, you said... What? The one that we stuffed the uh, engine Yeah, in? yeah. Funny story, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they fit an engine, huh? And a transmission for How did an that S2000. Happen? How'd that happen? Uh, so... I was on Craigslist one day. It was right after we had... As you do. <laughs> as as, as all good stories start with. And uh, it was right after we had like really bad monsoons. And um, I found this S2000 that was hydrolocked in Prescott for $5,000. So there was only one picture. And me and my buddy Chris, we grabbed a trailer. We went straight up to Prescott. And, you know, basically the car was in rougher shape than I thought. Had a hard top, everything, but I was like, "This is this is rough." Yeah, and um, you know, paint wasn't perfect on it. it Has some scratches, stuff like that. So, uh, me and this person went back and forth. We ended up negotiating a price of fifteen hundred for the car. Wow, for wait, for, seriously? Was an AP one, AP two, AP one? It was two thousand. But still, that's crazy. But like, still, the hard top alone. Yeah, it wasn't an OEM hardtop. It was a chaser it. hard. Like we sold it for like five hundred bucks or something. Okay, like that. so it was like one of those like chaser yeah, so like one third what we paid for the car. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but even now, like a rolling S two thousand shell oh, yeah. is like three grand. Oh, it was a stupid good deal. Yeah. 
So, obviously, we wanted to get uh, as soon as we could. But um, so we went to California to find a motor since there's really not a lot of S two thousand engines in Arizona. So what? Prompted, like, how did you find in California? Was it this, like, Craigslist? Were you on Facebook? Forums? Like, how do you find this? Oh, this was, this was before, really, like, Facebook. That's what I was thinking, like, forums, right? Yeah, so it was, um, found the deal, found five motors in California, um, all on Craigslist. This was 2100 for the engine and transmission. Really good deal, 40,000 miles. Guy used to work from Honda. So, we hop in my wife's car. Accurate. Pre-baby. Right? Yeah, so this is... Uh, the TSX and what? Pre second baby? No, first no. baby. Uh, I might have had Scout. Oh, I think yeah, you're. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right, right, right. All right. Yeah. Um, but basically, Andre, uh, our other buddy, and I hopped in. They drove out. Uh, the guy wasn't available until like seven o'clock. Left in, in the morning. Left at night. Yeah, we left at night. Drove through the night. Slept in a Chick Fil A parking lot. I think we slept in a bank parking lot and then Chick Fil A for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and then we get there and we like have to separate the transmission from the engine. Mm-hmm. And then we shoved it all in the back of the trunk, like literally the engine transmission. Just a forklift. Yeah, yeah. So he was a pro, but like in his backyard. Yeah, he also had an S six hundred back there, which was really cool. Oh, that's really rad. Awesome yeah. Car. Um, was he the guy that uh, when you called him, you were like, "Hey, we're here," and he was like, "Call me in like two hours." I'm sleeping. Yeah, no, that was him, for sure. What a, what a... <laughs> no, so he was in his house, but yeah, when... yeah, he just he was just like, "I'm still sleeping. Call me back later." And uh, that's when we decided to go sleep in the bank parking lot. Yep, that's a pro move, right there. Also, that kind of sounds like something you might do, Andre. <laughs> I'm just like, it's. It's noon. I got a couple more hours to go. But when you think about it, that leaves zero room for negotiation. Yeah, right? it does. Yeah. Because, like, you come back in two hours, like, clearly you want it. Like, well, would you take? No. You came back. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, that is that is pretty baller. So I'm move. assuming you paid asking. Uh, I had negotiated prior to going out there. Ah, okay. So yeah. the deal was done. He was asking 20. Yeah. He was asking, like, 2600 I got for 21 with the trans. We sold the transmission 550 We put the engine in the car and. Got running, replaced the motor mounts. Um, sold that for like 88, I think. But the whole point of this whole entire tangent is that an S2000 engine and transmission fit in the back of a TSX, which Oliver was looking to buy for a daily. Yeah, yeah with a, also three gro- grown men in the with, car. Yes. It's so, a practical daily driver. That's, very. Yeah. So, what are full circle? So, you love the Acura TSX, you hate the Chevy Volt. I hate this strong word. Uh, you can tell. Yeah, what's the difference between right, the two? So, yeah, what's the difference? Besides leather seats. Double wishbone suspension. Besides a better interior. Yeah. That too. The Volt does have a better technology package, but it's also seven years older or newer. Well, but yeah, but like as far as a as far as a daily goes, like All if right. you're if your objective is to get from your house to your job. Oh no. Alright, so I I'll, I I just feel bad because we're gonna talk about Oliver's car purchases, but if we're talking about Chevy Volt, what really bothers me is the fact that I know that you're a car person, and in six months you're going to sell the stupid thing because it's going to give you no enjoyment. You're going to go to work every day, and you're going to drive back, and you're going to be fucking miserable. Counterpoint: He owns the Miata, like, and a Forerunner. I can V8 swap. 
Yeah, like the counterpoint thing- to the counterpoint. That Miata barely sees the light of day because it's so freaking pristine. He's not going to drive that to work. Actually, I'm, no, but like right. your commute doesn't have to be because like, yeah. I don't know about your commute. My no. commute is the most boring thing no matter what I'm in. Yeah. I don't ever touch the freeways. It's, you know, yeah. like what do I need something rowdy for to get to? And I, again, not exactly the car guy in me talking, but like after a certain point, who cares if it's just to get you to work? No. And that's uh for the Miata. I actually, it's, I was gone for California, but I did take it to the canyons a couple times. Does it? Do I get to drive the it? Vault? Oh no, good lord! <laughs> uh, yeah, the Miata. But uh, no, I love driving it. I ended up just driving it around the neighborhood because I haven't had really the opportunity to drive because I have driven it to work, and that took the fun out of the fun car because the street's not taken care of on 48th Street. If you go <coughs> down uh, past Elliott towards Baseline Guadalupe, that thing is destroyed oh holes. I I brought yeah. the M3 to our. Uh, wonderful studio here today and the loop 101 is just torn up right now yeah and it was a nightmare in the m3 i'm sure you can relate with what you drove in that we're not allowed to name but not yet um we both drove in cars that are not really construction zone friendly and uh not it's not fun yeah no and so like the miata love it i uh, i get to drive it tomorrow which i'm really excited about uh but then the forerunner i wanted to do a bigger project with it but when it's my daily driver to get to work i can't touch it yeah because you're not really v8 swapping and rewiring the car in a weekend no uh i mean you can not with that attitude <laughs> <laughs> uh and so that's where I'm like, all right, how do I go ahead and, and go logical or practical? Uh, no, I mean, I totally understand. I, but from it. a car enthusiast standpoint, it feels really strange to drive something that's numb versus something that's a little bit more visceral. And you yeah. drive cars that are, lack of better words, always going to make noises like the Land Rover will fall apart. Uh, Those and are the, good noises. <laughs> but no, you... you <laughs> the, fall, the falling apart is a good It noise. makes a clunky clunk It right makes now. a clunky clunk <laughs> when it goes zoomy zoom, uh, but... Uh, no, it's uh no, you always drive like an enthusiast style car for the most part. You've never actually had a vehicle for the most part. That's just been annoying. No, I'm sorry. Normal, boring vehicle. Albeit lots of Honda Civic start that way. None of yours ended that way kind of thing. Yeah. Well, so I always bought manual Civics too. And yeah, exactly. Those are weird. Like those little 90 Civics, you can, they're a lot of fun. They're yeah. a hell of a lot of fun. So no, I definitely get where you're at. This is the first, first American vehicle I've ever bought. Uh, and oh, yeah, huh. yeah, it's first American vehicle. It was when you go ahead and like look at it, it definitely was one of those like different. And from an enthusiast standpoint, a hundred percent how I bought it isn't how an enthusiast normally buys a car as well. <coughs> Enthusiasts normally just don't go online, buy it, and pick yeah, it up. Yeah, you went through Carvana, right? Yeah, uh, mm, excuse me. Yeah, so I mean, and it's interesting because from my perspective, you know, looking at new daily drivers, <clears throat> I'm okay with that. I'd like yeah. to have something like. I don't little bit nicer uh yeah. certain things bug me too about the fiesta like the interior <clears throat> is garbage there's no getting around it like it's an economy car right you can't sugarcoat it but you know all the plastic and it was rattly from day one when i bought it with 50 miles on it yep. so you know that wasn't ideal so i don't know i'm looking for something a little bit more comfortable to drive every day it doesn't necessarily have to be numb but you know what i mean that's why i look at like the tsx i felt like that would be a good balance you know yeah no because it, it, it's, it's just a civic si motor in there Right. Uh, not the SI, but uh, it's. I think it's like K twenty four, so it has a little bit bigger bottom end. It has more torque. Um, they're. I mean, they're a lot of fun. They're great. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I don't. 
maybe this is blasphemy and maybe we're really departing from all car enthusiasm at all but like i'd be okay with an automatic frankly you know for daily driving i, I said will that i said that off of that <laughs> get to work and home every day when i'm on the freeway i have the urge to jump out of my car because i i just If something it's terrible yeah well but then you get into the times where like i just drove the fiesta through like heavy rush hour traffic in phoenix the other day <clears throat> i dream of that now it's i want to be stuck in traffic with a man that's how dull my driving yeah mm. i don't know i disagree i disagree well sure yeah i but this is i've been driving for a year now with well, no, it's, uh, I think, it's just, yeah, it's literally a year, thanks uh, to Time Hop. Uh, with that kind of being said as well, you were the one, so I guess it, it's funny to see how a year changes, <laughs> because you were the one that said, keep the most practical stock <clears throat> daily vehicle that's I safe. still stand by that. I would just Wish add a manual into it. So that's like, the only thing. So you would that's be, the only thing I would change. Okay. So like, I would no, just get, a, get a TSX, keep it stock, but make sure it's manual. Yes. Hmm. That okay. would be my only... Mm-hmm. Because that way, three twenty-eight I, three twenty-eight I. No, I reliable Manual. is the keyword here. Yeah, reliable, reliable. is uh, is uh... also like cheap to upkeep. You know, like yeah. I haven't had a single BMW, and I love BMW. Don't get me wrong, but I haven't had a single one through any of them that was cheap. I don't think I you've ever. Had, oh, well, no, you, I thought you were going to say reliable. And I was going to tell say, you, yeah. people, these things. <laughs> I test drove a three thirty-five. Who are you again? Day. Nobody listens. Ed, who let you in here? I don't know. <laughs> Who are you people? So my neighbor's trying to buy a uh, daily as well. Or not a daily, a project car. And he's like, oh man, I really want a 320 or 335i. I'm like, terrible idea. And I sent him screenshots from Andre saying that they're garbage. Yeah. And so he shows up with one. He's like, hey man, can you test drive this? Like, I'm, I'm test driving it. But the owner was like, yeah, take it home, drive it for an hour. I'm like, hey, that's terrible idea. That's shady. Like right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. yeah. That and guy's gone. He's right. like, it's really fun. I think it's the one. I'm like, okay, How many title issues did it have? Huh? How many title issues did it have? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's still in somebody's name. It, now the now it's in Drew's name somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's hope not. Um, but I like drove it for 30 seconds. And then all of a sudden, like, it just started like bucking back and forth. The whole Christmas tree came on. I went make boost. I'm like, all right, bud. This isn't the one. Yeah. yeah. How did he not? How did he drive it oh, home without man. getting that? Yeah, wait for the Christmas lights. So I, uh, another side tangent. We'll just do yeah. tangent. This is the tangent podcast. <laughs> tangent cast. Um, Super tangent pals. Yesterday, or maybe the day before yesterday, sometime this week. I'm having a hard time keeping track of days. I went and test drove a uh, 2004 Ford Focus SVT. <laughs> oh, I saw that picture. How was that? Yeah. I'm like dying inside. So, uh, it's a fun story. <laughs> I'll preface this with this car was not for me. This car was for my friend Caleb, who lives out in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's been looking for a daily driver, and he's been looking for one of these or like a Contour SVT. You better be listening. Oh, man. I can. I can. I, I, that's also I an know. odd car that I've always wanted to own is a Contour SVT, and they're, they're like cool. 1500 bucks. Yeah. Um, or they were. There's like the most perfect one in the world for sale in LA right now for five grand. It's like, oh, I, I thought it was the rad one. That's what I thought. Yeah, one, that's yeah. what um, But so he's been looking for one of these little... Ford Focus SVTs and one popped up for sale here in Mesa and I sent him the link on Instagram like hey dude if you're still looking at these like I'll go take a look at it for you like I'm fine with doing that how much was it 2500 oh so <clears throat> I don't know manual 
Yeah. Hmm. So I show up and like I'm waiting, you know, I text the guy and like he was super standoffish the entire time uh, about like contacting me. And like he kept telling me, he's like, well, whoever buys it has to put it into their name. I'm like, you don't say. Well, right. Well, as it turns out, it's because of the dealership license. Like he's a flipper, right? Mm. And I thought he was going to like, you know, most people try to hide that fact when they're like pride party. He's just right out the gate. Like I step, step out of my M3 and he's like, so I bought this at auction three months ago and it had no interior. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, was it a theft yeah. recovery? He's like, so wait, was he a dealer or a broker or what was he? He's like a, he's a flipper, but he had a dealership license, right? Cause yeah. I guess he goes through enough cars a year so that he had to have it. Anyway, he starts telling me, he's like, he bought it. And like, I guess the auction it wasn't a theft recovery. It was a rental car at some point, which it's manual and everything. So that means what? that makes me scream like track <laughs> rental, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, and then, lightweight, baby. <laughs> I'm going through this. Yeah, but he bought it three months ago. I mean, the car's like. So he put it back together with a bunch of uh, like DX3. I forget what the other Ford Focus trim. So yeah. he found a bunch of parts like the carpet and, you know, all of that <laughs> from another Focus to put it back together. And like credit to him, like it did have a complete interior minus the headliner. I'm so confused by this. I know you don't have the answers, but like. <laughs> I don't either, but like. <laughs> The thing is, it kept getting weird. I'm almost positive this was someone's like track beater because it was oh, on like yeah. it was on like a Firestone Indy 500 tires, which are like a, a grippy tire. Yeah. They were bald to the point they look like slicks. They they <laughs> should be grippy with the name like that. Uh, they're actually decent tires. They're you know they're not half bad. They're like a good street tire. Um, but these were done done. Like someone had gotten every ounce of life <laughs> out every, of them. Every mile. With a perfect alignment, too. Like, holy cow. That does actually really make sense if it was stripped. That it might yeah. Be a yeah. track car. I think it was a track car, and it had, like, 200,000 miles on it. And, like, he pulls up, and I'm like, oh, this sounds like it's got an exhaust on it or something like that. I'm like, this this have an exhaust? And he's like, no. I'm like, what do you mean, no? It's very clear. He's like, no, it doesn't have an exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh. And, and like, I look underneath, and, like, there, it's just, like, there's the header, and then there's some pipe, and then that's it. There's nothing. Track it's track R. Anyway, I took it for a test drive because I'm there, and like I'm doing this for my friend Caleb. And you know how much horsepower those man? Uh, not a lot. It's pretty more slow. than me. It was very <laughs> slow. Um, I don't know if that was because of issues going on or if they're normally, but it was not a quick car. It was fun. Like the steering was pretty good and whatnot. <laughs> but it also didn't have cats, and so every every time you let off the throttle. Like, bah, 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 bah. 170. Okay. 170. Oh. It did not feel like 170 because that was a fairly light car. So something was probably wrong with it, too. What year was this thing? 2004. How much horsepower did the Contour SVT make? Because that was supposed to be a M3 fighter. 190 something. We talked about this on one of the podcasts. We had this exact conversation. Uh, and I looked it up. Yeah. How does this car keep coming up? Because it's a cool looking car. One of us, maybe like I should ball. get a Contour, Contour SVT today. The drive. Five grand. There you go. I mean, it's uh, like 200. It was 200 yeah. Ford Contour. Yeah. yeah. 100 pounds. Anyway, all of a sudden this becomes like an American car group. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Have you owned an American car yet? He yeah. despises them. We had this conversation too. Do we? I, don't I don't despise them. So, my coworker, uh, despise them. <laughs> He he has a Chevy Malibu rental right now, and it's probably the biggest. I, no, well, it's a it's a it, rental spec Malibu. Yeah, so I mean that's not. But I mean, it's not that the car does. Gonna be miserable. It's not that the car does anything bad. 
It's just there's nothing about the car that's even like above moderate. It is it is just so bland. Right, but not all American cars are Chevy Malibus. Right. That's true. Dodge mm, Viper. Are you sure? Dodge Viper. I mean, I'm not. What is this Dodge Viper? <laughs> Who is Mr. Viper? Anyway, to get back onto the focus, the star of this show. Um, focus. Focus SVT. <laughs> um, what what was interesting to me about it was like this one was clearly like tanked, like not at all worthwhile. But like if I were looking for like a little just around town kind of fun, it's like a front wheel drive Miata, in the sense that like it's super lightweight. It's you know it you could feel it, it had some decent steering feel. Like the shifter was shockingly good. Probably had a short shifter now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, uh, you know, I see the appeal, and, like, they're not that expensive. They just don't pop up a lot for sale, yep. you know? But, like, if I just needed a car to point A to point B and was kind of fun, like, it was my only car, see the appeal. And I remember freshman year of high school, <coughs> every time I'd ride the bus, like, get on at school, <clears throat> the bus would go around the student parking. Mm-hmm. And there was a kid, I don't know, never met him, don't know who he was, but he had a blue SVT Focus with L. Has a taillights. Oh my goodness. Every, every day leaving school, I'd like look out the bus window at that car, like that guy pipes. That thing is dope. Oh yeah. And then and then I realized, nah, not really, but you know, man, it's it, it was yeah. cool back in the day. It has not aged like the interior has not aged that well. Like everything's kind of that mid two thousands bulbous, you know, everything's kind of circly and melted. Um but you know it, I don't know. Like, I get it. And it wasn't that expensive. That yeah. one was roached. But, like, yeah. I looked at other examples online. Like, if you can find a decent one for, like, another thousand, fifteen hundred, I get it. You know, you could you could totally daily the shit out of one of those. No problem. So. You know, honestly, that wouldn't be a bad alternative to, like, on the hatchbacks because you can't, you can't find a good hatchback anymore. They've all been, they've all been ruined seven times over. Yeah, and I wonder, yeah. because like, it's definitely an underappreciated platform, I wonder if we're going to see weird stuff like that kind of come to its own as they get like dirt cheap like this. Because yeah. someone could very easily take that back to a track car. But then, like, nobody, the Ford show never really. Yeah, yeah well, it was too expensive for the time. There were better performers. <coughs> they didn't sell a lot. The aftermarket wasn't there. But now when people are looking for, like, okay, Miatas are going up in price, and, like, you just want a track right? meter. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, you're never gonna make your money back. I just hate to. Bring I'm it. also never gonna sell it. So it Wait, matter. they're actually going up now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Way more. Like probably like like, well, I mean, no, like, like four or five grand more than what they were. Like yeah, what I what two hundred dollars is nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> West uh, had like five five hundred dollars. What I I sold my blue one for four, and now that would sell for ninety five hundred. Really? Yeah. Well, it's people. like the S2000. I'm just like, guys. Those have dropped, I thought, a little bit. Before, no. what's out there is just terrible. Like, they're getting there's worse. There's two classes. There's the <laughs> there's the roached. Okay. And that's like 65 to like 95. I was say, yours is worth 6,500. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> no, because mine is Good a 06 <laughs> AP2 with 72,000 yeah, miles yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Save mm. for Craigslist. <laughs> Very rare red. With meticulously maintained. Filled head. That's, I think that joke has been in every podcast now. <laughs> um, I really hope that whoever buys it doesn't ever listen to this. Like, Listen to what? Anyway. Unless they buy it, that's their problem. Mm. Yeah. 
I don't know. I that's so my my daily dilemma continues, and I don't have any honest solutions yet. I know I don't want that Fiesta ST anymore, not because it's a bad daily. Like it's actually a pretty decent daily driver. Yeah, but it's about to hit out of warranty, and I do not want yeah, that get one rid out of it. Warranty. Like it has been so unreliable under warranty. I can only imagine it's just. Gonna... I don't know. You sent me a Mercedes. I like the Mercedes. Nope. Um, no, you're not about that one. Nope. Does that have a turbo? No, it's just V6. So I mean, gotta tell the listeners. I look. Again, this is super not car guy, but I found a GLK, <laughs> which is literally just a crossover. Um, but you know, for hauling like wheels and crap around like that for the for the M3 and getting around town, fine, whatever. Um, the problem is like I just it's a lot of money for what it was. Yeah, like that was the base base model SUV. It's uh, pretty stripped out, yeah. and so like even now it's pretty expensive for not a lot of car. You get a nicer interior and stuff yeah, like that. Interior is gorgeous. I feel like you're better off with like a TSX. It, yeah. Or how much is like uh, the OBS uh, E350s? E3, like the van? No. Like uh, <laughs> E, like <laughs> would it be? Mercedes. Oh, because you said OBS, like old, old body, body style. style. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I always associate OBS with trucks. Yeah. And so you said E350, <laughs> like, like an Econo line? Like, <laughs> sick. <laughs> That was a really weird pivot. Dodgy van. Go from a, a from a GLK to a, a, a rape truck. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what you want to use it for. No. The the thing is, uh I'm the TSX is appealing just because it's so cheap to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. But um I don't I don't feel like having a sedan if I can avoid it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. Well, no, I got plenty of time. Yeah, we'll see. Have you ever heard of a company called uh, Land Rover? Very reliable. Yeah. No, we're not yeah. going down that road. No, we'll, we'll we'll see if you're right in six months. If uh, I got to get rid of it, uh, it. I, I hope not. Like you're using it for a lot of other things too. And as I said, I totally understand. But there's a part of me that's just like, no. Yeah, that's not, when I get to three wheel Forerunner though with a V8 in it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's that's kind of the car shuffle. We have other cars have have entered the group that we're not allowed to talk about. Did you discuss uh, selling a car? No, I did. That's I was going uh, yeah, to get to that. I, I did sell my seventy three two thousand two. Um, I'm going to miss that car, but ultimately that was definitely for the best. And what prompted that? I'm going to miss that car too. It. The problem is that was way too big of a project. Like it just. The amount of money to get it to even an acceptable level was absurd. And to like keep pouring money into something that probably wasn't going to run for a few years, I couldn't have any enjoyment out of it. And then who knows if we could even get it running how I wanted. It's like too, too many variables, not worth the, worth the time. That shell was roached. You, know, you saw it. Ton of rust, ton of damage. It needed every body panel. I just kind of cut ties with it. I was like, this is, I'm in over my head. I can step out now and take the loss or I can just keep puking money into it and then maybe never see it. Yeah, it's sad. I'm going to miss that car. It was one of my favorites. Are you still getting photo updates of the car? No, I've kind of cut contact with the guy. Like, I don't want to see. Oh, man, I really want to see it. I really, I have no interest. Is it local? Yeah, they're in Scottsdale. They're actually just down the road here. They're like across the street from your dealership. Andre's not at all impressed, but yeah, he loves BMWs. Anyway, I they said they're 
probably going to paint it white and put M stripes on it and uh, wide body it. And they bought everything from me minus the wheels that I had. So they're going crazy with it. I have no interest in ever knowing what happens with it. So hopefully I never do. <laughs> One day you'll find a photo. It's like me in the blue car. I, I didn't want to know what happened. Maybe and then you sent me a photo of it. Total. But I probably won't. <laughs> I probably won't recognize it because it won't be the same color or anything. And there's a whole bunch of guys doing like M20s with ITVs now. So like that's, that's becoming a more popular thing in the 2002 community. Yeah, I sent you an E30 with ITVs. Yeah. Uh, there's a few different like 2002 guys though who've been mm. swapped for a while and then decided to. So, I mean. I, I'm sure if we see a white, wide body, roundy, 73 M20 ITV, that's probably my car. I guess this guy probably sells be a lot. Year, year out, huh? Probably be at least a year out. So this guy, the guy who bought it without blowing it, was bought too much. Um, he's like, he builds cars. Like he had, has his own private mechanics, whatever. He builds them, he enjoys them, and then he dumps them at auction. So like during this, our auction week here in Scottsdale, he said they had like some F100, they had a, a Cobra replica, they had a whole bunch of cars that he built all of them, enjoyed them for a little bit, and then dumped them at auction. And so he just does this over and over again. So the 2002 is becoming one of those cars for him where he's going to build it, enjoy it, and then he said it's going to Meekum auction sometime later this year. Wait, that's uh, in June. I don't think they're going to make the June one, but there's there's a bunch of them. Do you want to go buy it back? No. <laughs> Zero interest because like he's gonna want way too much. Yeah, for but it. he's gonna have it sorted, or and... he's gonna cover up a lot of the damage that like, like the bondoed quarter and stuff. Like no, that. yeah, I mean that would definitely happen. Look, I mean again, I don't not naming names. I don't know what quality he holds yeah. his guys. To, no, I, I, but I don't. And I was very straightforward with him. <laughs> like, dude, this needs everything. Floors it needs, and uh, I I don't think they know what they got themselves into. Or yeah. they do and they just don't care, you know? Yeah, or maybe sure. it's an unlimited money. And, you know, I know a couple of people where they spend uh, exorbitant amounts of money on um, cars that aren't worth it. Yeah, that one certainly was not worth it. Well, you know, your Miata, <laughs> no, that's a different story. There's a lot of sentimental value. <laughs> eh, it's a different story. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, also, I don't have unlimited funds, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That yeah, does make a difference. There, there's the difference. <laughs> there's the difference. <laughs> the long and short of it is. The 2002 is gone. I swore up and down I would never ever sell that car, but after a certain point, I think you have to like take a step back and be like, "You got to know when to quit." Yeah. Well, what the hell am I doing here? It's gone. I'm not at all upset about it. I'm gonna finish this M3 to a certain standard. Not quite crazy, crazy, but it'll be nice. And then kind of, we'll kind of take a step back and breathe a bit from projects because. They're stressful. Why didn't you guys warn me about this? You've known. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> going to say, it it's also depends on how you approach a project as well. Like, yeah. if, if you got to timeline it out, if you got to do all that, that can cause a bunch of stress. But if you, you take it and know that it might not be done this month, it might not be done in three months, and if you put the timeline consistently always on one side, yeah. you will lose your shit eventually of just doing that. And so, like... I had a lot of issues the first six months year of the project because it was like, what's going on? Like, I'm never going to get this done. I'm losing my mind. We had a thing of, you got to finish it before the tags are done. I didn't finish it before the, neither did I at the time. (laughs) Uh, And so when I finally went, stop, just, it's going to get done when it's going to get done. It's going to get done. Right. That's when it 
turn the page for me. And that's sure. why projects like looking at V8 swapping a forerunner, it's like, okay, that I can build out separately or 2.1 stroker motor on the Miata. Yeah. Well, and the difference is, I guess, with this one, at least for me, is I bought it to drive it. Right. And like the build came as a necessity of it being in very poor condition. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, so. we'll get an update from you in a moment, buddy. <laughs> um, but like the, the build necessitated, like I, I just wanted to drive it. And then like effectively last year, what was supposed to, like you're talking about timelines, setting expectations. Not, yeah. What I thought was going to take three months ended up taking about nine. And like when it got back to me, I just didn't know how anything was together. And like arguably it probably needed another nine months out of my hands to get to a point where I, I just wasn't willing. Yeah, I don't think I would ever take on another build like that. Not to that. Like, I'm cool with bolting on coilovers. I'm even cool with, like, an engine swap if it's something straightforward. Like, that doesn't require cutting and custom fabrication and, like, you know, <coughs> you you know can, what I mean? You can buy a kit off. You have to plug it in. Right. Done. And and that, the benefit of E30 and BMW in that aspect, those are basic entry-level swaps. When you think yeah. about it, those are Legos. You plug and play that shit together and it works. Well, it's not really a else... challenge. Somebody did the hard work mm-hmm. first. Yep. The first guy hated his life. Yep. And the second guy hated his life until eventually enough guys hated their lives to make the kits to make it easy. Exactly. And I just want to be the guy behind the kit. You know? yeah. And that's this just me personally. But you know, I, I know that's uh, that should be the title of this podcast. Car guy things because <laughs> that's basically all we've been talking about yeah no it's funny it's like that's where you're there i'm yeah. driving a volt but the v8 swap that i'm gonna do nobody does on the four right yeah v8 swap the volt no hell yeah <laughs> there's probably an just app. no and battery swapped miata what are you talking about oh my, yeah, oh my god throw that yes. itb engine in the yes. shuffle all of the drivetrains one over <laughs> <laughs> so somehow the volt ends up with a 22 re like fantastic that'd be great um all right well that's that's yeah so that's the long and short of it 2002 is gone fiesta should be gone soon so i'm only gonna have the m3 i gotta find a daily driver though because i don't yeah. want to daily drive the m3 see got- that is a car guy problem i only have one car i haven't had one car in over 10 years i have always had more than one car i don't know about you guys oh no i've only yeah, had i think one. it's about i think it's been about 10 for me yeah, I've always, because like I'll buy something and then I'll buy the next thing, but have it, I always have more than one car. But only when I got this Miata have I always had like two cars, but until then it's always just one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say only. I only started getting into two cars when. You bought an E39, which is, uh, is there an update on that? No. He's always had two, like since the Volvo. Because you only had the Evo for a while. When yeah. I, when I met you, you only had the Evo, and then you got. Oh no, you no, had the truck. Yeah, the, the truck. truck. Yeah, I had the truck. You had yeah. Jesus. The truck. Yep. Sure did. You missed that truck. I missed that truck. <laughs> <laughs> my, fa- I don't know. Maybe we've talked about this. My favorite memory of that truck is just like you showing up, and this thing is just loud as hell, and you're like the exhaust manifold blew up. You remember that? Like something in the exhaust just like exploded outward. I thought it was the the header, but no that. I don't remember that. I remember Josh borrowed it. Shout out to Josh. Uh, he I mean, borrowed. Thanks for listening, buddy. <laughs> we love you, man. Uh, he borrowed it to pick up a smoker, like his smoker from his house. Yeah. <laughs> and he, <laughs> the he, most dad over right. 
So he hops in and, and takes off. And then like 20 minutes later, I get a call and he's like, so I was backing into my driveway and all of a sudden I heard a loud pop and there's smoke everywhere <laughs> and there's fluid all over the ground. And I was like, oh, Jesus, what did you do? It blew up like those those trucks, those Nissan Harbodies had the most complicated cooling like hose vacuum system. Sure. It was like a metal coolant line with all the vacuum fittings and it's like a 90s engine so it has a million vacuum fittings but they were all like welded to this one coolant pipe and the hoses to that coolant pipe blew up and it was just like and it was a mess and mm. i like bypassed it but i missed that truck yeah yeah i i only saw it for like you sold it like a week after i met you so i only ever saw it once but. It, was, it was a good little yeah. good hard worker <laughs> um but so you've but you've mostly had two cars for a long time uh since since like a year after I bought the Evo, then I started. Yeah. Then I got the Lexus, and then I you just kind of kept flipping through. Then I got the truck. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I like having two cars. I feel like it's good. Like you have your fun car, and then you have your daily, and sometimes blur those lines. But you know, I guess it's necessary. Drew, you've got like what forty three cars right now? Yeah, I don't know. Too many. You're way too many. You have a three car garage, and your whole driveway is full too. I think I have seven cars in my house right now. Wow. Good. One of them's my wife's. <laughs> only one oh, okay. <laughs> so you have six cars you are a yeah. generous person yeah um can we talk about the e39 just briefly i mean i don't know what you want to the viewers want to know what's up it's uh nothing has changed mm. that's what, it but what are you gonna do well you got some parts in i did and i got a whole bunch of parts in so um, we're getting there like we at least have the foundation to put it back together yeah so i mean the, i kind of had a deadline but now i don't have a deadline anymore so why not what was the deadline end of february to make it to beamer fest you said that was to make you can, well you okay can that that was i in my head i was like i should probably get this done by february you got two weeks have, get done because then i'll have enough time to test it before beamer fest but no. now there's no beamer fest so i don't it doesn't matter yeah what do you mean there's no Beamer Fest? We're going to, well, no, it's still on. No, We're just not going. Yeah. So The M3 will be in paint, and if I'm not going, he doesn't want to take his. There's no point. I'm not gonna... I'll go with you. I was. I still want to go. I just want to ride with you. Oh. Man. Wow. That. <laughs> uh, it... We could start a Lexus Fest for you. I think it's. I think they have that. It's Toyota Fest. I was going to say it's a retirement yeah. community. <laughs> Palm Springs, Sun City. Ah, there we go. Uh, Toyota Fest. I've been looking for the <laughs> official one that comes out. Is there a yeah. Volt community? I'm sorry. Is there? A, <laughs> is there a Volt community? Yeah, it's cat ladies. Shocking. <laughs> uh, not one. I'm, uh, I'm assuming there must be Volt forms. Oh, good lord, there is, and oh it is a whole. Are they electric? What do they talk about? They're cats. Like the catalytic converters? No, 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 like meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's preserved forever. Cat ladies. Um, no, but seriously, like, I, I, I didn't dig M far MPGs into it. And that's no, no joke. That's a hypermiling. And yeah. what is this? Did sound? they get amped about a? Uh, <laughs> nope. Well, no, it's uh, I, I didn't dig far enough into it. I was just like checking meow, for meow. things of like, hey, what's the main factors buying into it, like battery degradation and that. Uh, but 
well, there's whole sections of what kind of charger are you using at your house and that <laughs> oh kind of God. thing. It's and like Miataforms and what oil are you using? Do they have a lot of resistance towards gas? Uh, all right. Uh, the puns from the dad. Uh, Go touch something metal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now I, I'm not going to probably delve into that uh, neck of the wood of the in, of the internet. Yeah, yeah stay so. away. But how are you going to know what, what charger to use or, or what wet food to use? For your cat <laughs> that you now have to buy. Mr. Whiskers? <laughs> he came with the car. It came oh, with it in the back. That was the cat hammock in the was, back. Oh, see, Got that makes sense. A hell of a deal financing the cat, too. <laughs> Bundled in one month. Bundled. Uh, no, so it's uh, it's one of those things that I already know where I'm going to go out for a charger just because I, I want something that plugs into 220 so I can use it to weld instead. Nice. Uh, so I want the ability to weld it in my house. Uh, this year, so did you, did you make yourself a charge point account? Oh, uh, it's a charging uh, network. I like how so you can like charge like out they have when one at work oh. when you're like out at a grocery store or whatever. Yeah. I didn't. You I like didn't, uh, know that. you like tap your phone to it and it and activates. And... Yeah. Oh, I I have zero knowledge of any of this. You have like, much to learn in the EV world. Young much to learn, you have. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. do we have anything else that you guys want to talk about? This was a very disorganized podcast. Actually, no. I think we 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 brought it back on. We lost track a moment. I think altogether this turned out pretty solid. I yeah, think you're gonna yeah. discover otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there was words. Hey, that's look, about right. it. We're keeping positive in February, boys. Look, look. That's we'll we'll try and remember to dig our riddle in before the next one. Stay on track. Here's the thing. This is the fourth podcast, so it's it's, it's senioritis. You know, we're just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get over this. We're going to graduate. We're going to get to the fifth one. We're going to kill it. Fifth year seniors, hell yeah. <laughs> so we're going to fail. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> All right, so that sixth podcast. <laughs> uh, Six year seniors, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> a couple brief reminders for the end of this podcast. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow on uh, Supercarcast on Instagram. I finally got that going um, in between. So we're steadily building it up. Um, but, you know, in future, we'd like to put, you know, an opportunity to post questions and stuff once we get some listeners in for the podcast so give us a follow there supercarcast on instagram josh tell your friends um yes please josh, share it um that's just gonna be the running joke from now on isn't it i think so all right fantastic and uh so give us a follow there and also we're now on spotify yeah um, that was actually a pretty significant update i finally yeah. got the podcast on spotify good work thank you oliver so you can uh, go ahead and follow us there you'll get uh updates pushed straight to your feed so you can listen to us and uh, you know Get all the uh, regular updates. So keep on top of this podcast for all of you using Spotify, Apple Music. You're out of luck temporarily. I'm working on it, so bear with us. Uh, or just download Spotify. Or just download Spotify. All right, perfect. Well, guys, well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Later's. Bye. Meow. <laughs>